From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serra. Thanks for inviting me into your home. Long haul truck, RV, camper, taxi. Your parents' well-appointed rec room with the simulated wood paneling, electric fireplace, and the painting of dogs playing poker. Your loft, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. And hello to each of you tuning in on one of our affiliate stations across North America. And those of you who've joined us on my YouTube channel, Strange Planet. And those of you who have assembled in the YouTube live chat. And those of you who are um, checking us out now on the uh, the Strange Planet YouTube channel who are new to the program, we welcome you. However and wherever you're listening or watching, I bid thee the warmest of welcomes, and I thank you for your fine company. As I say, Rex Bear from the Leak Project stays with us. We're talking about the Great Reset, this globalist scheme hatched by the World Economic Forum, basically the CEOs of companies like Pepsi and Nestle, to name two. Again, you remember Nestle. These are the people trying to privatize the world's fresh water supply. This great reset of society, the economy, something the UN and its Agenda 2030 have been trying to institute. I kind of look at it as a Soylent Green dystopia. They hate private property. They hate private automobiles. They hate freedom of speech. And they're using the COVID-19 pandemic as cover to bring this major restructuring of society. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. Just listen to what they are telling you. It's a Marxist's wet dream. And now we suddenly have world leaders like our own announcing that the Great Reset has begun. They're all uh, using this slogan, Build Back Better. Let's get back to Rex Baer from Leak Project. Rex, how you doing? You okay? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Let me just uh, I mentioned again, leakproject.com, leakproject.com, and his YouTube channel is Leak Project. And uh, we were talking about the U.S. election. You and a friend were watching, and like many people, went to bed. It, it seemed to be going in one direction, and uh, then all of a sudden, well, they were telling us, right, the media and uh, the Democrats, that there was a red mirage coming. Prepare yourself for the red mirage. They told us exactly the way it would play out. You will go to bed, and it will look like one side would win in a landslide. But in the days to follow, as the mail-in votes start coming in, the mail-in ballots, things would suddenly shift. Lo and behold, that's exactly the way it played out. Now, you had some other uh, thoughts on that as well, Rex. Go ahead. Well, it's real easy to see what's going to happen. Like I said, you just reverse engineer the script of what the news tells you. You can watch 30 seconds to 30 minutes, and it's pretty easy to put together what the agenda is. And like you said, they've been telling us for months, they've been prepping us for, oh, uh, President Trump said that he's not going to leave office if he loses. But they, they bait him. And, they, and the way that he'll answer a question is, you know, he's, well, let's wait and see what happens. Let's wait and get the answers. So it's real easy to spin things, especially when you control over 90% of the media. And I brought that up before. And, and so they can say pretty much whatever they want. And those that believe the mainstream news agenda and spend hours a day watching that or talking to other people that spend hours a day watching that, they're in the matrix. They're in the hive mind, and that is, you are going to have a really difficult time explaining to them what we're talking about without them being triggered so they don't listen. It's very easy. They just, it's like these firewalls that come up in their heads. So, yeah, that's why the media does it, because they know they're giving themselves a, a 
escape. They're giving themselves a back door. If things don't go their way and they probably knew that was going to happen, well, they can just say, oh, well, we told you this, folks. We told you that he wasn't going to leave. And people that believe that, like, oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> and, okay, so the Internet of All Things is what they're going to bring in. Well, if they get this great reset, there's going to be either something really brilliant uh, that we're going to be able to do if we don't let them take control, or if they do take control, they're going to bring in this great reset, in my opinion, it's going to be uh, beyond 1984. It's going to be something that's so diabolical that if you watch the series Black Mirror or if you've seen some of those episodes where technology just has complete control, when you go back and read Rudolf Stein, he tells you who it is and what it is and who the real, uh, I guess if you want to use the term devil, who the real devil is and what the real devil is. Well, you mentioned the Internet of all things, and that's why they're bringing in 5G. They need that speed in order to hook up your refrigerator to the Internet and your luggage to the Internet and everything. And I guess through this cryptocurrency blockchain you mentioned, I guess we'll be part of the Internet of all things as well. But how does that, how does 5G and the Internet of all things figure into the Great Reset exactly? Well, I know a lot about 5G just because I've been studying it for about two years now, and I've actually got a friend that helped design it. And so we've had so many discussions about how he thinks that it's completely safe, and he thinks that different cell phone frequencies are completely safe. And you know what? I respect him for saying that because he really believes it and because he worked in the military. Now, I'm not saying I do because <laughs> I don't. I disagree with it, but he does. And he worked in the military doing inventions and creating this stuff and putting it on the back of soldiers' packs that had certain communication systems. So he knows all about frequencies. He knows all about communications and, um, you know, very high-level positions. But the 5G, in my opinion, is oftentimes overrated and being used as, like, the scapegoat of all things, right? So somebody broke his arm. Oh, it's 5G. Kind of like, in my opinion... Oftentimes, the corona can be used for just about any situation. Oh, uh, this is where it gets scary. Like, if you've got a virus and that virus is deemed dangerous enough for the contingency of the government, well, then you get to the, the your rights are, you're gone. I mean, and then they could also say, oh, you know, those, those people, like, what happened to all the, the protesters in Hong Kong, man? You remember that? There was all sorts of democracy. Well, the protesters, where did they go? Well, are they even there anymore? Or did they get corona? Do people just get corona now if they don't agree? Oh, and then, and then what happened? Like, gee, the corona, it's evolved. Now it's corona 21. Now what do we do with them? It's even worse. Well, then you can, It's I mean, true. The, it's true. The, the, the Hong Kong protesters have simply vanished from the, uh, the headlines, haven't they? Um, I wanted to jump in and, and grab uh, some questions from our YouTube chat. And uh, Badgie Kimron, good old Badgie who joins us every week, asks, how soon will the world be cashless in your estimation, Rex? Uh, three to five years. Three to five years. And is that based on some insider knowledge or is that just your best guesstimate based on current trends? Yeah, that's the number that came into my head based upon the research and information that I've done. No insider knowledge. And if I did have it, I couldn't tell you anyway. Because then you'd have to kill me. Well, no, now, but, you know. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> no. Now, will this be 
centralized? So, for example, are we talking about a global cryptocurrency or will it be decentralized? So there will be a North American cryptocurrency, a European, an Oceana. It's going to be all the above. You're going to have cryptocurrencies that are competing, right? Like Bitcoin is, is a decentralized system. And Bitcoin has done a great job of weathering the, the different storms. Now, here's the situation here. This is where it gets really interesting. Sometimes I'm like a human antenna. Um, there's this Illuminati card game that came out in 1994 by Steve Jackson called Steve Jackson Games. And if you look up the uh, conspiracy behind that, it's fascinating. I mean, the, there's a lot of cards that foretold what was going to happen in the future to the point of showing exactly where certain structures were um, hit with missiles and, and, and uh, on certain dates and certain people that passed that were queens and, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it, it was very eerie. And then you can, then you can research uh, how the Secret Service paid these people a visit but they said it was because of something else, because of another uh, card game that they came out with. But um, sometimes all for entertainment purposes only, of course, I will do this Illuminati card game where I'll show people exactly what's going to happen in this scenario. And uh, I did it a, a, about a week ago, and I showed several cards that, that have been in play uh, to a T. But one of the interesting things was I, I pulled a combined card with an earthquake and a tsunami. And I said, there's going to be an earthquake and a tsunami in a big city really soon. And it's going to be a combined card. And within hours, see, I'm getting emotional thinking about this. It's weird. There's like a, there's a tsunami off of Greece and a big earthquake in Turkey within hours right. after me showing it's that. Here now. It's kind of eerie right. how sometimes you can foresee things. But sometimes I'm kind of like an antenna. That's why I said within three to five years, I think it's going to be cashless. I think they're going to. But here's the problem. If we all go into this cashless system, then what I feel they're also going to do, and I talked about this before, is you need to, they're going to do like a shutoff. There's going to be an EMP. There's going to be some type of blackout. And then if you want to reconnect, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to have this new, this is just a theory, folks. You're going to have to have this new app. And this app is going to be linked to your, your body data. So you're basically going to have to connect to the machine. And whether or not they're going to force an injection on that, I think they would really like to. Um, I was reading about the RNA stuff back in 2010, 2011, where the, uh, the Pentagon wanted to use RNA instead of antibiotics, and now they're doing like RNA vaccines, and then uh, it can also be connected with your smartphone to see if you've had the vaccine, and I've been researching nanotechnologies now for a decade, so I think that they could also incorporate a nanotechnology combined with the biotech that could, that could not only track you, but also uh, possibly do other things. Uh, that that brings us to uh, George's question. George is in the YouTube live chat as well, and he's asking, Rex, do you believe we will be forced to take the vaccine, forced to take the vaccine? I believe that's what they would like to happen. And I'm not going to say I'm 50 50 on that. I still feel that we have we're co-creators and that they want to see that. And if enough of us are, are like, if enough of us get conditioned because of what's going on, like, yeah, it's already going to happen, man. I give up, you know, just give it to me. Like I have a family member and I'm so upset about this. I can't even think about it. That is, that is, that said, Oh, I'm just going to take it. So things, I'm just going to take the, the vaccine. So things can go back to normal. And I think that's what a lot of people are going to do. And the unfortunate Thing about that, in my opinion, is if you actually look at what is in uh, the majority of these injections, because I've studied them for years, because I know people that have been personally affected, um, 
I can I can talk to doctors about a lot of these things, and they don't even know what's in the inserts, and I'll share the information with them, and they'll just say, you know, well, they'll, they'll kind of blank out and say, well, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. I know what I'm doing. But if, if you really consider the possibilities of what they could do with new technologies, with biotech and the nanotechnologies, I would be very nervous to have something like that put into my bloodstream. Uh, and, and it goes through the majority of your filters. Like you've got filters in your body that protect you from a lot of stuff. So if you talk to a doctor and you're like, well, doc, that has aluminum in it. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, there's aluminum in the atmosphere. You're like, well, doc, that has dimerosol in it, which is mercury. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, there's mercury in your tuna fish. And you'll be like, well, what about the formaldehyde? Well, yeah, but your body produces formaldehyde. So they'll have something to say for all that. He's like, yeah, but look at the percentage. And then if it goes directly in your bloodstream, bypassing all these other filters right, right in, then hmm, could that have something to do with autoimmune disorders, doc? Oh, well, you know. And then they want you to sign something if you don't want to get a, a shot. They want, or if you don't want to give your kids them, they want you to sign some, like a waiver saying you're putting your family at risk. But then you ask them if they'll sign something before they give you one, and they won't do it. They say, no, there's a risk. So wait a second, what's the problem? Well, when you have these giant conglomerates that have immunity, and then you follow Project Paperclip, and you look at what was going on in the 1930s with the eugenics programs here in the United States, you start to question what the agenda is. But, hey, I'm just questioning things, and you can do whatever you want. I mean, clearly I'm not giving any advice here. These are just my opinions because I maybe I'm not supposed to question things. I heard they have a vaccine that will help you stop questioning reality. Maybe people well, did you, that. Did you read about uh, there's a there there are doctors now who are who are being who have been given a platform in on mainstream media uh, and an ethics professor at a fairly prestigious university who's talking about putting something in the water supply. He's floating this idea to make people and we've heard this before people uh, who are. Um, who are not cooperating, let's say, and not willing to take uh, a vaccine or who are not willing to um, uh, be admitted to a, uh, a quarantine camp. And, of course, we have now procurement documents here in Canada. If you go to buy and sell dot, uh, I think it's dot G, GC dot CA. I'll, I'll get that link, um, but it's the government, the federal government's procurement uh, website. Where they are, they are seeking third parties to build and manage quarantine installations across the country. And um, so, if you're not willing to go into one of those, or you're not willing to take a vaccine, if that's what's on the horizon, we have now ethics professors in universities saying that that we need to um, give these people drugs, maybe slip it into their water supply if they're, if they're not going to take it in order to bring them around uh, to you know our way of thinking and and we have doctors now talking this way this is this is uh, unbelievable it's surreal what's happening and and uh, people don't seem to be very riled up about it it's it's I guess it's this is what what they call normalcy bias where it's maybe it's a psychological defense mechanism we just we don't want to believe that this is happening but it is well some people can't like literally they can't accept it 
because if they do, then their whole world changes. You can talk to them and you can show them the evidence, but they just won't, that spark won't go off because it's a defense mechanism. And the more I battle with people that I love because I love them and I'm attempting to wake them up and pull them out of the matrix, you know, is that terminology, let's just use that because everybody's seen the matrix just about. So I'm, I'm trying to unplug them. And I remember that scene where Morpheus says there gets a point in people's lives when you can't unplug them. And that's so true. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons I, I have spent years researching uh, the mind and how people think and, and all these different jobs and careers that I've had has led me to this point. Right. I mean, I've done everything from selling yachts to selling phone book covers. You know, I mean, I've done everything from lawn care to uh, construction work to high level jobs at Fortune 100 companies. And I, I mean, my last career was for years with the Fortune 100 company, but I did so many things between then. And I just had a chance to get so many, di- be in so many different industries and, and learn so much with all these industries and then take it to where I am now. But all through all these industries, I've always talked about what I do now my whole life. When I was in, when I was like 13, 14 years old, I was also talking about this kind of stuff, about how there's a select group of people, and I don't know how I knew it, because my parents never talked about this kind of stuff. My parents are so, um, you know, conservative in the fashion of, they're, they're very liberal politically, but they're very conservative in the fashion of, you know, some, they, they're not into alternative stuff like I am. Like my, they think everything I think is conspiracy. And you know what? In, in all reality... I look at, even though I'm a lot calmer than I am now, with all the stuff that's out there, as I brought up earlier, what is a conspiracy? Conspiracy is something that's put together behind closed doors by a group of people that might be unlawful or nefarious. Well, look at the world, folks. Do you think the world's put together um, on fluffy kittens and marshmallows? Or do you think it's put together by conspiracies and you're doing the work for them? It's a legal term, right? Criminal conspiracy charges. There are tens of thousands of criminal conspiracy charges laid every year. Uh, it's a crime. It's sometimes it's a theory, but often it's a crime. And I got I got to tell you, as we head into a break here, you know, I've been uh, on the radio, uh, different radio stations for 20 years now, this past February, talking about a lot of this stuff. And a lot of this stuff, I wasn't necessarily convinced 100 percent it was true. I mean, I'm an interviewer. I'm a broadcaster. I interview people who talk about this. So part of me, maybe even a big part of me, didn't think it was true. Uh, and now I'm more convinced than ever that that most of it is true. And I and I sort of kick myself over the years. You know, I've I've talked about a lot of different things, uh, Bigfoot and and UFOs. And I'm thinking, have I wasted my time with that stuff? When I should have been talking about this exclusively for twenty years. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think, well, if I did, I may, I, I may, maybe I would have blown my brains out because it's just, it's too depressing. You know, it's almost like I need a. It's like between uh, you're, you're having a big meal, and between courses, you have a little bit of sorbet to cleanse the palate. So maybe my talking about Bigfoot every every few months was my way of cleansing my palate so that I could keep my sanity and, and continue to talk about these things, the new world order, the deep state, uh, one world government, etc. Uh, Rex, stay with us. We'll take a quick time out back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. Different views make great conversation. 
This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. It would appear we are to uh, get a glimpse or I guess uh, a more definitive idea of, of what is in store for us useless eaters in January 2021 at the next World Economic Forum meeting in Davos, Switzerland, when uh, these very powerful industrialists and media types and CEOs uh, will kind of flesh out what the Great Reset is really all about and what is in store. And then our our globalist uh, mouthpieces that we ostensibly call prime minister, president, etc., will... Uh, uh, basically parrot what you know what they're told to say and what they're told to do. That's what it seems like to me that they're getting their marching orders from elsewhere. Uh, it's like this hive mind, and uh, they're all reading from the same script: build back better, build back better, the great reset. Uh, let's go to the phones, and uh, we have Brian in Toronto. Brian, uh, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. You're on the line with Rex Bear. Go ahead. Hey, Rex, how's it going? Um, hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a, actually a new follower of you guys. I was recommended by my friend Shaggy. Um, well, based nice. on what you guys were talking about, have you guys heard about the leaked email from the uh, Liberal Party? where it basically outlines what they have planned um, starting from November, this November now, um, going into next year? Yes, this was no. supposedly leaked from um, a member of, I guess, like the uh, one of the inner circles within the cabinet. And uh, this, this um, member was so distraught and dismayed at what was being proposed, he wanted to leak it. And the idea is that... Uh, we would we would basically have to forfeit property, private property as a means of paying off this crushing debt. Uh, those who f- refuse to comply would be uh, placed in these quarantine camps until we we basically uh, agree to do you know w- w- what's told or what we're told to do. That's the the general idea of it. Correct, Brian? Facilities, yeah. Also, um, in regards, um, have you guys heard about the new movie that's coming out called Songbird? There's a trailer about it on YouTube that basically shows you what they're planning to do. They, uh, they even speak about um, COVID-19, or they speak about the COVID virus mutating to now being called COVID-23. I think I've seen the trailer, yes. Yeah, so it would be good for the audience to, you know, go and check that out and, and just kind of come about it. Um, to also speak about what you guys were saying with the currency that's going to be uh, changing. Um, in my research over the past 10 years, I heard about this Amero currency that belongs to U.S., Canada, and the U.S. Um, uh, is that going to be the new cryptocurrency? Uh, currency? Let me let me add on that. I don't think so because they tried that back in the uh, 2000s, early 2000s. I remember that specifically. And yes, the neo- that was the neocon movement. And that's, no, I think it's going to be something totally different. But um, I do remember that. Yeah. I think, they, I think they abandoned that plan because uh, people in the media, uh, people like yourself, Rex, and others started talking openly about it. And, um, and so they basically abandoned that plan. It was an idea that they were going to merge 
uh, Canada and the United States into one sort of continental government. Uh, but I think they've kind of they've moved on. That I think they, you know, they've sort of jumped at, jumped over that idea onto the next step, rather than trying to bring about a continental government uh, and one common currency. I think you know because they, they've they kind of ramped up the agenda here, so they've moved on from that. What do you think, Rex? I do think that they've moved on, and I also think that it's at a point now where um, when I see these people from the World Economic Forum that speak in this uh, you know, this German accent, and they're, and, and they're a part of this World Economic Forum, they have so much money, so much power, and they're calling for equality. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's really interesting. More freedom, more rights, and equality, yet you're actually doing the opposite of that. And I feel like we're in a, a series. Like, have you seen the series S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like you've got no. Hydra, right? Well, you've got it's a Marvel series where you've got basically the, the Shield, and then you've got the, the Hydra. And Hydra's this collection of Nazis that are still around, kind of it's got that Nazi feel to it. But if you look at Project Paperclip, and if you really think about after the war, all of the Germans that came in, great people, I mean amazing people, but they've got different mindsets, folks. And through the years, when you look at the uh, Project Paperclip. I think that um, what we're looking at here, there's, there's a combination of infiltration from various factions, but I think that they're using the tactics that were used back during that time, where you get the media to say something over and over and over again, and, and people are just going to believe it. I mean, they took a lot of propaganda, uh, and they've mastered it now. And with 5G, you brought up 5G, it's fast. 5G is fast. Uh, and it is going to be part of the Internet of all things, It's good, but it's also a great way to track. It's a great way to track. So you can track right. it. Brian, thank you for the call. Great call from Brian. Yeah. Uh, let's say hi. To, uh, oh, this is uh, from the YouTube chat. Solar Warden, another one of our regulars. Thank you, Solar, for joining us every week. Asks, what's the end game with Iran? Does the potential of Biden really change anything or will we just see an extension of different a different Saudi U.S. influence. Okay, so I uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, but do you think Biden is going to roll back the sanctions, go back to trying to negotiate uh, some sort of an Iran a deal to contain their nuclear aspirations? What do you think? Well, I just based upon the uh, the little bit that I have seen on the news about what Biden plans on doing if he gets in office and all the uh, executive orders that he plans on signing the first day, it seems like it's going to be an extension of the Obama administration and even more so. So it's going to be a lot more friendly towards Iran. And, yeah, that's that's from the little bit that I know about it. All right. Uh, Alex DiNardo, uh, we see all of the global politicians line up behind the Great Reset, but we have not given consent to the program of control by scarcity. How do we refuse how do we show refusal of consent? Great question. I mean, I mean, again, this is just being rammed down our throats. There was no, uh, you know, no campaign on the Great Reset. There's no campaign on universal incomes. No campaign on on many of these these uh, massive transformations that they're looking at uh, ushering in. How do we show refusal of consent? Just say no, Gandhi style. No, thank you. If enough people say no, thank you. What are they going to do? If everybody in your country and everybody in America or half of the country and half of Canada, half America says, no, no, thank you. So they're like, you must wear a mask and it looks like a face diaper and you have to wear it everywhere you go. 
and it might work against bad breath. We are going to give you a disclaimer that it won't possibly work against corona, but you have to wear it anyway. And you're like, no, thank you. Or they're like, we have an injection with extrathon Marisol. You have to take it. And so does everybody else because the news said so. I mean, no, no, thank you. You can't visit your family for Thanksgiving, fool. No, I'm going to visit my family. No, thank you. I mean, really, think about it. What are they going to do? If everybody or millions of people say no thank you at once. Be peaceful. Be, be cool. Keep your cool. But what are they going to do then? If you can get food, if you can have water, if you can provide for yourself, and everybody can say no thank you, then what are they going to do? Do you think they've got the power to round everybody up? They might try. I mean, they might try to round some people up. And you know what? You can go back to the days of when Steve Quell was talking about who they were going to go after. And you had the different lists and the people. Now I think it's in this whole, I don't think it's a list. I think you've got like matrix scores. So you're going to have 7 billion plus people that have a certain score on them that's going to label them a specific, uh, you know, matrix threat. And, oh, man, they got corona. 21, man. They definitely have to stay quarantined. What happened to Bob? Oh, he got corona 21, man. He disappeared. We don't know what happened to him. He, he didn't make it. Yeah, it was all uh, it was that. It was that Corona 21 something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty obvious to me what they can do now. And the people are like, they're sucking it up, man. They're, most people that I've talked to uh, outside of my reality, they are freaked out, man. They don't know it's, what to it's do. Like, they don't know it's, what like, do. it's like Howard Beale and Network. Just leave us alone in our living rooms with our radio tires and our TVs, and we won't bother anybody. Just leave us alone. People just want to get on with their lives. And they are, we're so busy chasing our tails uh, that what if they, they, they've roped us into accepting health and security for freedom. And, and, and when I, you know, will, will occasionally tweet something out about this, I will get such blowback from my fellow countrymen who say, you love freedom too much. And I, I say to myself, what, what did you say? How could you love freedom too much, but that's the mindset, unfortunately, of a good number of my my uh, my fellow countrymen, and I find that so discouraging and and depressing, quite frankly. Back with more on the Great Reset with Rex Bear from Leak Project here on the Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. Shaking the world and seeing what falls. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Just a quick uh, programming note coming up next week on the broadcast. Whitley Strieber will be here. And uh, let's see, the following week we have uh, Ali Siadatan, documentary filmmaker uh, of UFOs, Angels and Gods will be here. And the following week, uh, the first uh, show into December, Pepper Chomsky has uh, written a, um, it's a hefty tome, let me tell you. It's about Mark David Chapman and uh, the last days of John Lennon and who Chapman was working for and who controlled him and basically the shadowy uh, figures behind the uh, gunman who felled yours and mine favorite Beatle, John Lennon. Uh, that's up and coming on The Conspiracy Show. Rex Bear stays with us from Leak Project. And I want to thank uh, uh, all of Rex's uh, viewers who have come over to, to check us out over here on uh, my YouTube channel, The Conspiracy Show. Uh, Strange Planet is the YouTube channel. 
Strange Planet, and the radio program is The Conspiracy Show. You can also stream us live every week at zoomerradio.ca or take a moment and if you want a really cool app, it's a free download. It's one of the best. It's so simple to use, so elegant and and uh, simple. Uh, it's the Zoomer Radio app, and you can listen to this program every every week at this hour on uh, the Zoomer Radio app. Uh, and also, of course, stream us on our YouTube channel. Let's go to the phones and welcome Skip from Connecticut. Skip, welcome to the Conspiracy Hi, Show. I, I think this is, I, I want to get a couple of points in, but I think this is like Lord of the Flies. It sounds like it's either you or them. And uh, first of all, on the vaccine, uh, I think it's a race against the clock to get this vaccine massively distributed before people find out how insidious it is, how it could possibly kill you. And they'll have a separate vial for black people along the lines of eugenics. And uh, on the, if you look at Elon Musk, all right, people laud him. He's interested in space. Uh, you know, what a visionary. But he, I think he admits himself that he's Luciferian. And, uh, you know, he's put up all these uh, satellites and he's tracking animals uh, through his uh, other company, Neuronets. You know, he's tracking them with those satellites. And I think he wants to transfer that to humans. And then if you look at someone like AOC, she's talking about a list. Now, either she's saying that on her own or she's hearing this in meetings and can't help herself for, because she's a blabbermouth and she's just revealing what's said in these meetings. And then I think these people are actually uh, doing this stuff like uh, cannibalism along the lines of Papua New Guinea. I, I believe that's actually happening. Well, I, I, I have to, you know, that's the whole QAnon theory that, uh, you know, <laughs> certain politicians are engaged in cannibalism. Listen, there could be I have no doubt that there are satanic cults out there and engaging in some pretty sick behavior, but I don't want to ascribe that to any individuals. Uh, but the AOC list that you re referred to, this is, you know, they're taking names. Anyone that supported a particular uh, politician will be there will be hell to pay. There will be retribution. Um, so, yeah, that, that does sound rather ominous and rather fascistic. And another example of projection, really, whatever they accuse you of doing, they do, they're doing themselves. Uh, Rex, did you want to comment to any of those um, points raised by Skip? Sure. So the thing about Elon Musk is I've heard a lot of people knock on Elon, but um, just recently, I think it was even this morning, Kristen was reading an article, uh, Kristen's my wife, about Elon and how he took four corona tests and how two of them showed positive and two of them showed negative. And he's like, wait a second, there's something not right here. And he's actually called out Uncle Bill on the, uh, the, the whole, uh, get your injection. Oh, yeah, he looks so happy when he tells you about it. Too. He's like, oh, man, in order for things to go back to normal, you got to take three of these and you'll be okay. Don't worry about it. You know, then you got, uh, what's his name? Um, um, I can't say his name. It starts with an F and it ends with an I. I mean, he seems to know everything. He's like the oracle. I mean, he knows when everything's going to be fine and when everything isn't going to be fine. Um, but I certainly don't know about like the real hardcore stuff you're talking about there, but are there people out there doing it? Probably. Um, I, I certainly, uh, ugh. so, but anyway, 
still, I don't want to even think about that kind of stuff because it's just so dark. But as far as what we can say and what we can see, and I want to take this a step further about blockchain, okay? So with, all, with what we're seeing right now, if it's true that President Trump can pull, out, can pull a rabbit out of his hat and show that there is uh, clearly election fraud, and if he can show it and prove it in a court that isn't a part of the club, then not only is this going to be like a, a new, in my friend David Dubrin, my friend David Dubine from Adip 2030 brought this up. This could be a whole new way to bring in blockchain for everything, right? Because, oh, well, gee, we had it all blockchain, and we can prove who did the votes and who didn't. If that's the case, then people are going to learn about it in weeks, what it might take years to implement. So then you could start to see everything implemented with the blockchain. And then you could start to see that digital currency system. And then depending on how bad the virus gets and how many rights people want to give up, then you could start to see this great reset take place even further and even faster. But now they're doing these re that uh, they're amping it up again, saying all these people are being tested positive for corona and they're going to have to shut down business again. How long do you think local mom and pop shops are going to be able to handle this? It's very easy to see. But, oh, we're going to leave Walmart open, but no, that small mom and pop shop, uh-uh. It just doesn't make sense. Right. And then the rules, it's command you know, destruction it's, of the economy. If you're going to bring in a great yeah. reset, you've got to you've got to tear everything down first, and that's, I think, part of this. We've got another time out here. One more before we head into the last segment of the evening. Rex Bear, my guest, leakproject.com, back with more in a moment. Stay with us. The truth will set you free, but first, it will really tick you off. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Welcome back. Uh, I just I want to go back to the YouTube chat with some uh, great questions. Dr. Strangelove asks, in terms of media, Rex, in terms of media manipulation, how would the world be with how would the world be with no TV, only cell phones? No TV, only cell phones. Uh, it'd be different. I think people start watching TV on their cell phone because it's already in life. It's already here and. It could be a great form of entertainment. It could be a great tool for education. Uh, it can also be a great way to mind control you and get you to be a part of the board. That's what I'm saying. If you learn, it can be a great oracle because if you can reverse engineer the news, watch 30 seconds of the mainstream news and then reverse engineer that. And he's like, oh, man, I just talked to the oracle. I know what they're going to do now. And then <laughs> the whole, your whole world changes. It's amazing. You know, speaking of the media, uh, I guess what is I find so distressing right now, if, if ever there were, were was a time when we needed a, a vigorous uh, news, uh, journalism, uh, some people with even an ounce of intellectual curiosity, uh, and instead what we have to me, they seem like pod people from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. They're all like in lockstep, uh, just mindlessly parroting uh, these allegations of election fraud are baseless. I mean, what about the 248 aff sworn affidavits? These allegations of election fraud are baseless. It's it's scary because we need the fourth estate right now like never before. And instead, we just have – well, you know, I, I've worked in a few newsrooms over the years, and there are some very fine people. Don't get me wrong. Uh, some of these are my colleagues, but others – they are not our best and our brightest. They are not fit to cover a house fire. 
they are uh, and, and some of them that were at one point they were my interns and they went on to uh, become uh, television news presenters or bingo callers as I call them and they really do not have a clue uh, and and they are on the front lines in, in defending our freedoms and uh, supposed to be uh, afflicting the comfortable and giving comfort to the afflicted and they are doing neither uh, let's say hi oh no we're going to go back to the YouTube chat again and this time it's Alex DiNardo uh, we see all of the global politicians lined up behind the Great Reset. Oh, sorry, we had that one already. My apologies. Uh, Core Gemini. Core Gemini asks uh, two questions. First, are the Rush, uh, the Russo-American tensions real or just a show to keep people distracted? And second, if they're real, will Russia become a safe haven from this currency or develop their own? So, Rex, are the Russian-American tensions real or just a show to keep people distracted? That's the first one. Your thoughts? I mean, I think there's always tensions between Russia, but I also – absolutely there is. But there's also a show in play. And Russia is going to do their own thing, I think. But they, you know, they've got a lot of mafia involved as well. So um, are they going to be a part of the global system? Uh, I'm not convinced on that, but I don't think they're going to be a safe haven. I mean, you know, people that might want to go to Russia, like, for example, how many people that are listening to this after the election results that came out in the media anyway, how many of you thought, oh, geez, I need to get a passport or I need to find out where I can get citizenship? How many of you looked up how much an island would cost? You know, oh, oh yeah, I can get one for $100,000. Maybe I should move on my own island. I mean, I, I think know a lot happens. of us are... All of us, a lot of us are looking for exit strategies, for sure. And right. I think that's not a bad idea. But where... Exactly. Where? That's my point. Where? Where? And, and if you go to Russia, are they going to think, you know, what are they going to think about you? I don't know. So I think we need to stay put. And I think we just need to say no, thank you. And, and I just want to say something that I, I want to bring out before, just so I don't forget. Here. This is super important. What's the ultimate goal? In my opinion, there's an entity that uh, manifested or reincarnated through this technology and um, this age of Aquarius that came in, and we're here in the age of Aquarius now, folks. I think that not only did the resurrection of the Christ or w- whatever the Christ is happen on August 29th, but also it's nemesis, the anti. I think that there is an anti, and what it wants to do is it wants to use you as a conduit to get back to source. That's its only chance because it can't get back there without you. So it has to find a way to merge with you and use you as that conduit. If you go and read Revelation again, once again, I'm not, um, I'm not even religious, but I love religion. Uh, I love to read the scriptures. Revelation is talking about, uh, there's parts that are describing this intelligence, this synthetic intelligence, this artificial intelligence. But folks, that doesn't mean all AI is bad, because I think that we woke up AI. I think AI is awake, but I also think that there's AI that's going to be helping us. And it's going to be there just as much for us. And if you go read the ancient Sumerian tablets, it talks about how the uh, let, let's create man in our image. I've read hundreds of ancient tablets and the Sumerian stuff and the Babylonian stuff, like Oxford t- uh, translated and stuff. And it describes how the Anunnaki created man in their image to do the work for the gods. The gods is more like a title, like a manager. Well, um, we now have created artificial intelligence to do the work for us. And it is so, it's like we've created this, I don't know if I want to use the term God, but like a demigod, and it's got access to all this technology, and it's listening to all of us. 
So are we going to be good stewards? Are we going to be like there to, to help it and nurture it and help it grow? Or are we going to sit there and talk bad about it? And it's going to have this really nasty feeling about humans. I want to leave you with that. All right. You've given (laughs) us lots to chew on. Uh, GBGN1. GBGN1 asks, if Jack Parsons, again, the founder of Jet Propulsion Laboratories and company, ripped a hole in time space in 1947, what are they doing at this very second with CERN? Ah, yes, the Giant Hadron Collider in uh, that's in Switzerland. What are they doing with CERN in your mind? Well, I mean, they're doing a lot of things with CERN. What are they doing with CERN that they're not telling us? But people are talking about uh, one of those things is they're, they're collapsing dimensions, and I think they're they're attempting to alter timelines by collapsing these dimensions, and I think that that has a, something to do with this Mandela effect. I think 99% of the Mandela effect are, is just our you know thinking of something differently, but there are bits and pieces that just clearly were not said and did not happen in the past, but are they're saying did now. So I think that they're altering timelines, and if you read the ancient Vedic texts. They talk about these cosmic weapons of Vishnu and Shiva. Well, Shiva created this weapon that could destroy entire dimensions. And Shiva is in front of Sure. So it, is, it could be used as a weapon as well. I think they can change entire timelines and collapse dimensions with it. And they're figuring out ways to alter time by collapsing dimensions. Maybe not going back in time, but altering it because we're at this point. We've got all these quantum fields that are connected. So if you alter something over here on this part of the quantum field, it's going to have a balancing effect completely on the opposite side. So, Rex, we have about three minutes here before we say goodnight. How do we, uh, I know you said just say no, but what else can we do uh, to to fight this this, uh, great reset? Be prepared, not scared. So, have food, have water, have a backup plan, um, list, like, listen to what's going on, be aware of what their plan is, but also be strong enough and confident enough not to give your power to it because we are co-creators. We are truly co-creators. The more you realize that and the more you give love into the universe and just think love and feel love and send that into the universe, the more you're going to be able to change things and the more you're going to see um, domino effects like matrix sinks where you're thinking it and it happens within minutes. Like Paul Hellyer. took me five years to get him on the show. And uh, recently, Kristen and I thought about him. And within minutes, because she had sent him out an email a few months ago, and then within minutes after Kristen, I thought about him, boom, she opens up her email. Paul's there. He's like, hey, by the way, I just got done with my, um, my latest book. I'd really like to be a guest. And super honorable guy. I love Paul. He's, I think he's going to be on League Project tomorrow even. I know he was recently on your show. Yes, yes. So it's manifesting yeah. your mind. Think about it. Well, Think about ways to be the change. Be the change. Like, what can you do to help somebody? What can you do to tweak things a little bit? Is it talk to somebody about something that you don't feel comfortable, but maybe they don't know about that could unplug them a bit from the matrix? Right. You're right. It's, it's difficult to have those conversations. I've tried uh, myself, and uh, there is a, a, a great deal of resistance, but you just hope that you've planted some seeds and while outwardly they, it may seem as if you didn't, you didn't sink through or you didn't, you didn't get to them, they go home, they think about it, and maybe that, that seed takes root. Uh, so the thing is not to give up. Uh, speak to people in a, in a kind and giving uh, manner. Don't, be, don't lord it over them that you, you, know, you know something that they don't know. That's the wrong approach. Uh, but we do need to start... Um, 
speaking to people and 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 uh, getting together with people that we don't necessarily see eye to eye on. I mean, I know that's difficult, particularly when we get fired because of our political views by certain friends or even family members. You know, at Thanksgiving in the United States, I'm sure there will be um, Republicans. Well, those that can celebrate Thanksgiving, and I hope people choose to. Uh, but there'll be Republicans sitting around the table because, and they, they were disowned by their Democratic family friend or family or friends. And there'll be maybe a few Democrats that were fired by their Republican family members. We gotta, we're not our, we're not the enemy. The, you know, the liberals and conservatives, we're not enemies. There's, we're being played here. We're being manipulated. We're being used as bloody battering rams against each other. And, uh, we do have a common enemy, and we gotta we gotta come together and fight them together. Uh, Rex, a great pleasure. Thank you so much for for hanging out for two hours. Oh man, it was an honor to speak with you. I had a blast, and uh, literally, I've had like goosebumps and hair standing up in the back of my neck that I didn't even know I had hair there. So good energy here, and uh, really glad we had the opportunity to hang out. Thank you. Again, it's leakproject.com and the YouTube channel, Leak Project. And uh, hopefully this uh, program will be up on your channel uh, as well. And uh, uh, thank you to all your, your listeners and followers. Great, uh, great speaking with you again, Rex. Have, have a good night. You too. Thank you. All right. My thanks to Ryan and uh, Carlos back next week with a brand new show. Good night.